This podcast is on how I use Kybella. Kybella is uh, generically known as deoxycholic acid. It is manufactured by Allergan, a company that makes Botox. And Kybella is traditionally used to dissolve fat in the neck, and that's what you're going to see online. However, that's not the way that I prefer to use it. I think that in the neck, uh, using Kybella is problematic for a lot of reasons. First of all, the fat that's in the neck, oftentimes that is problematic, causing the issue to be full, is actually sitting below the muscle, inside the muscle, within the platysma muscle. And you really can't access that fat. And if you over-dissolve that fat, and you will actually look bulgy on the sides, which is called a cobra deformity, um, because the submandibular glands, which are on the outside, will actually look too full. It will not look balanced. And so like when I do surgical corrections of the deep neck, I always reduce the submandibular glands with the deep neck fat. Otherwise, the area will not look balanced. Now, if you're talking about just the subcutaneous fat or the fat in the outer part of the neck um, that you would say that's just right under the skin, the thought process is, well, that's easy. That's probably most of the problem. First of all, we don't know if that's a problem. Second of all, uh, uh, until you go in there. And second of all, if you dissolve the subcutaneous fat, the fat on the outside of the muscle, you actually expose the muscles more below. And those muscles are the muscles that when we talk about a turkey gobbler defect or when you start seeing someone older, you see those two vertical muscle bands that are hanging down that need a correction with a facelift. Well, those muscles then become exposed. So over time, if not immediately, patients start to actually need a facelift. So you go from a minor problem, which is too much fat in the neck, and then you create a secondary problem, which is much more major, which is two saggy uh, muscle bands that then require a facelift, and that's the only way you can correct it. That's, that's a serious problem, in my opinion. So bottom line is I rarely, if ever, use Kybella in the neck. Some probably rare exceptions would be someone very obese with a lot of fat in there, then you probably could get away with a margin of error and reduce some of the subcutaneous fat. But in my opinion, there's very few indications for Kybella in the neck, which unfortunately is what it is FDA cleared for and what people are using it for. Now, just as a word of FDA clearance, uh, it is safe. I shouldn't say it's safe. It is uh, a physician can use a product in other areas of the body so long as it's been FDA cleared uh, for one indication and the physician then discusses with the patient the indication, pros, cons, limitations, and risks of using that product elsewhere. Uh, for example, Botox was only uh, originally FDA cleared for between the eyes, but it's been used for crow's feet and foreheads and for sweat and for many other indications. The only reason a company would then FDA clear it for other purposes is not to make it legal. It's so that they can market it directly to the consumer. And that's exactly what, um, what uh, Allergan has done. Actually, I may do a podcast on that at some point. So um, I use Cabela for really three indications. The top indication I use it for almost every week is using uh, to dissolve jowls. So jowls are those areas along the jawline that are hanging down. Um, and I use that to dissolve that area because it's highly effective. And once that fat is dissolved, it's permanently gone. And the skin around it tightens up in the area that has been dissolved. Um, that's my go-to. I, I love it for people that are not ready for a facelift, um, that just need a little bit of, of fat uh, uh, reduction in that area. Uh, to make it look better. I oftentimes use it with fillers for uh, improved complement of that, of that jawline. Less likely is someone that, that has overdone fat grafting in the cheeks. I will use Kybella in that area to reduce the fat uh, grafting uh, uh, volume in that area. If there's too much fat all over the place, it can get quite expensive to do Kybella, so I may 
do uh, microliposuction to reduce it, or sometimes in combination of both methods. And then third, less commonly, is lipomas. So people that have a lipoma that they don't want an excision, for example, in the hair-bearing area, you worry about uh, hair loss and making an incision there. So uh, I use Kybella for that. Now, in very large lipomas, I think it's too expensive to actually reduce it um, using Kybella. Uh, the thing to know about Kybella is that it oftentimes, with a single session, the jowls can already improve it. It does cause quite a bit of swelling for the first week, um, not there, but there's no pain. Something you'll Google, it'll say there's a lot of pain with Kybella. In my treatment of Kybella, there's really no pain at all because I use a little bit of dilute lidocaine, so it's, it's really pretty painless uh, even after the procedure and including the injection. After the procedure, though, it does swell up quite a bit for a week. It can still have a little swelling beyond that. Most people don't start seeing a difference for a few weeks, optimally at about six weeks after the procedure. So this is just a short podcast on how I use Kybella for patients and how I use it differently than what I think most physicians use it for.